0: Yesterday Saraji explained the hidden meanings of the word Doka Satja and Smudia Satya from both theory and practice. And Saraji said yesterday that Saraji will continue to explain how they are related as cause and effect. But before Saraji explained it Uh, Saraji explains about samadhi. And most of the people understand that samadhi means concentrating on the single object. So what they understand about samadhi is by concentrating on the single object, the concentration develops and they understand that the samadhi concentration keeps the mind calm, collected on the single object. Saroji explains that the whole body and mind are the fields of objects to be noted. Within these fields of objects, there is presently arising object that arises at the present moment. And the object does not last long. It arises and passes away. So the moment the object is present is just one single moment. And in order to note the object that is present, one has to note it in time when the object is present. In order to note the presently arising object, one asserts effort in the practice, one aims one's noting mind onto the object so that the noting will be concurrent with the object. By noting with aim and effort, the noting mind is sustained on the object. Having the mind sustained on the object, sati mindfulness develops on the object and mindfulness is sustained on the object. When mindfulness is sustained on the object, the mind is falling calm and collected, and thus samadhi concentration develops. When the mind falls on the object moment by moment, samadhi concentration also arises moment by moment. But some of the yogis of Misunderstood that as they have to note new and new object that arises, they might have doubt that it is they might have doubt whether it is really samadhi having to note various objects that arises one after another. Saraji explains that when Mahasi Meditation Center was first established in Yangon. Uh, Many yogis from abroad, they also come to the Mahasi Center to meditate. Among them, there was one monk who came from abroad. And before he came to the Mahasi Center, he was practicing samatha practice, the calm practice. When he was practicing the samatha practice, he had to uh, practice concentrating on a single object in order to develop samadhi. And he believed that he had attained samadhi, concentration, by keeping his mind on the single object of meditation in the Samatha practice. When he heard about the Mahasi Meditation Center, he came to Yangon to practice under the guidance of the late Venerable Mahasi Siroji. So, in the Mahasi tradition, shogis are asked to note whatever object that arises at the present moment. When a new object arises, one has to note the new object with aim and effort. When another object arises, one has to note that object with aim and effort. So in this way, yogis are asked to note various objects that are arising one after another So one has to be noting from this object to that object. The monk who came from abroad thought that his samadhi, his concentration, has deteriorated having to note one object after another. And he began to have doubt in the practice so he said that he had already uh, he had the samadhi that he had attained became deteriorated by having to note this object and that object Saraji explains what is samadhi the object when the object arises yogi has to note the object so that sati, mindfulness, will be sustained on the object and samadhi concentration develops. So when a new object arises, one has to go on to note the new object. And again, if other object is prominent, then one has to go on to note the prominent object. So in this way, yogi has to be noting from one object to another whenever another object becomes obvious. So it seems like the noting mind has to jump from one object to the other if the other object becomes more obvious. So the example is given here when feeding the fish, the feed surfaces, one here, one there, so whenever the fish surfaces, comes to the surface of the water, one has to drop the food. One here, one there, whenever the fish comes up to the surface. So in the same way, when objects arise, one has to note the object. And when another object becomes more obvious, one has to go on to note the other Object. So in order to clarify, Saraji will explain the types of samadhi and Saraji will explain that the momentary concentration is just as strong in keeping the mind calm and collected on the object. In the text, there are three types of samadhi. Or in other way, there are four types of samadhi. And yogis have understood that samadhi means concentration. And when the mind falls calm and collected on the object, then samadhi concentration is developed. When the mind falls calm and collected on the object, Kanika samadhi, momentary concentration, develops. And the mind is not agitated by raga, lust, or the mind is not agitated by dosa, anger. The three tri- types of samadhi are, the first one, upachara samadhi, neighborhood concentration or ss concentration. And the second is Abhana Samadhi, the attainment concentration or the absorption concentration. And the third one is Kanika Samadhi, momentary concentration. And Kanika Samadhi can also be called Vipassana Samadhi. In the practice, in order to attain Lokiya Jhana, the mundane absorption, one has to arrange the meditation object such as Patavi. One has to arrange a disc of earth to be contemplated. In the practice of Patavi Kasina, one observes the Kasina disc a disk of earth, observing, contemplating as earth, earth. And when the mind becomes calm and collected on this disk of earth, the mind becomes calm. And the concentration one attains, which is preliminary to the absorption is called Upajara Samadhi, excess concentration or neighborhood concentration. So this Upajara Samadhi arises preliminary to the absorption. And the apana Samadhi is attainment concentration. One develops when one attains absorption. So by observing the object there will be Bhattipagani nimitta counterpart sign, and one attains apana Samadhi, the attainment concentration, and the mind falls collected on the object as if the object and the mind are just one. In the practice of jhana, in order to attain mundane absorption, one attains abhana samadhi, the attainment concentration. And in the vipassana practice, when... The persons attain Nibbana by developing path and fruition knowledge. When one realizes Nibbana with path and fruition knowledge, it also is called Appana Samadhi. So one has to attain Upajara Samadhi, the neighborhood concentration or excess concentration in order to attain lokiya jhana. But in the practice of vipassana, one doesn't have to keep on noting on the single object, but one has to note whatever object that is arising at the present moment. In the vipassana practice, One has to observe the objects that are paramatha, the ultimate truth that really exist. In the practice of jhana, the object is the single object which has been arranged by the person. And one has to take object, which is banyati, conceptual object, but in the vipassana practice, the object is not what one has created, but the object arises due to their conditions. So the nama rupa, the mind and matter that arises, are to be noted and observed in the vipassana practice. So whenever the object arises, such as seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, bending, stretching, rising, falling, whatever the object arises, one should note the presently arising object. The nama rupa are arising in pair At the moment of hearing, there is the sound that strikes the ear base. And in the ear there is the sensitivity, sensitive materiality which can receive the sound. The sound is ruba materiality. The ear base is also rupa, materiality. Hearing consciousness is nama, mentality. In the ear, hearing consciousness and the sound come into contact. The contact is called pasa in Bali. So when the object and the hearing consciousness come into contact, there will be Vedana, feeling. So when the sound strikes the ear, there will be hearing consciousness, hearing contact, and hearing feeling. The sound and the ear are Ruba, materiality, Hearing consciousness, hearing contact, and hearing feeling are nama mentality. In order to discern them, one needs to be mindful at the moment of hearing so that kanika samadhi, momentary concentration, develops. Kanika samadhi, momentary concentration, lasts for a moment. And whenever one knows the object with sustained mindfulness, when the mind falls calm and collected on the object, kanika samadhi, momentary concentration, develops. The concentration that is associated with vipassana jnana is called vipassana samadhi. By practicing samadhi, one discerns the nature of nama and rupa. One also discerns the characteristics of impermanent suffering and non-self. So the samadhi concentration associating with the vipassana knowledge is called vipassana samadhi. One has to develop khanika samadhi, momentary concentration, in the vipassana practice. So in order to develop khanika samadhi, momentary concentration, one has to be mindful every time one sees, every time one hears, every time one smells, and so on. Even opening and closing of the eyes, should be done mindfully. Blinking, one should be mindful with opening and closing of the eyes and blinking. When about to open the eyes, there is the intention to open and one should note it, wanting to open, and the actual opening takes place. And opening is the rupa materiality. So one should be mindful of every arising object, even the small minute objects have to be noted. So these nama rupa are arising and they pass away. And in order to know them, one should be mindful at the moment the object arises. And these nama rupa are arising as cause and effect. They arise and they pass away. And one discerns that the objects arise and pass away and thus they are impermanent, they are suffering, and they are arising in their own accord. They do not arise according to one's wishes, but they are happening in their own accord. In order to understand them, one should be mindful at the moment the object arises such as seeing hearing smelling tasting touching bending stretching rising falling and so on when the noting mind falls calm and collected on the object kanika samadhi momentary concentration develops and kaniga samadhi momentary concentration lasts for a moment, moment by moment. One moment or two moments of concentration may not be as strong. But when Kanika Samadhi, momentary concentration, arises continuously, one after another, moment by moment, without any gaps, then it builds up energy The concentration also become strengthened and energized when they are continuous, one after another, moment by moment, without any gaps in between. Sharoji gives an example of a rope. A rope is made up of small fibers. Small fibers are entwined together Each of the fiber itself may be weak, but many fibers are entwined together. The rope becomes strong. So in the same way, one moment or two moments of concentration will be weak, but when the concentration arises, When Kanika Samadhi momentary concentration arises one after another, moment by moment, continuously, then Kanika Samadhi momentary concentration becomes energized and strengthened. The Nama Rupa that exist are arising as cause and effect. And in order to know the Characteristic of impermanent suffering and non self, one needs to develop Kanika Samadhi. It is said that Samahito Bekave Jatabuddha Bajanati, meaning that the person who has concentration on the object comes to know the true nature of the object and in the way they really are. In order to be Samahito, in order to be be the person who has Kanika Samadhi, one has to note on every arising object as soon as the object arises. By noting the presently arising object, the mind will fall, come and collect it on the object, Kaniga Samadhi, momentary concentration develops and one discerns the nature clearly, distinctly, in the way they really are. In order to discern the true nature, Samadhi Concentration is the proximate cause for discerning only when kaniga samadhi momentary concentration is continuous one will come to know the true nature and one discerns when the kaniga samadhi is not strengthened one will not discern only when the Kanika samadhi is energized and strengthened one will develop vipassana knowledge so it is said that without developing kanika samadhi one will not develop vipassana knowledge only by developing Kanika Samadhi one will develop Kanika, uh, one will develop Vipassana knowledge. Please, yes. Vipassana knowledge does not arise at all without developing Kanika Samadhi. So one has to note. The presently arising object, whenever the object arises, so that mindfulness will be sustained on the object, one has to assert ardent effort so that mindfulness will be sustained. And when mindfulness is sustained on the object, kanika samadhi, momentary concentration, develops. The objects are arising continuously one after another like a stream of current and one should be mindful following every object that arises so that sati mindfulness will be sustained. When sati mindfulness is sustained, kanika samadhi, momentary concentrations develop. The mind does not run elsewhere. The mind is calm and collected on the object, and Kanika Samadhi develops. In order to develop Kanika Samadhi, Viriya effort should be applied. Viriya supports the development of Kanika Samadhi. And Sati, mindfulness. Is the nearest factor that leads to Kanika Samadhi. So, by noting the object with viriya effort, sati mindfulness develops and Kanika Samadhi also develops. So, the whenever the, ob, sorry, the objects are arising, Continuously, one after another, and yogis should follow noting these objects moment by moment. There should not be any gaps between the notings. There should not be any gaps between the Kanika Samadhi. So Kanika Samadhi should be continuous, moment by moment, without any breaks or without any gaps in between. If the yogi notes the object continuously without any gaps in between, there will also be Kniga samadhi, momentary concentration, moment by moment, without any gaps. His or her practice will not deteriorate but it will improve higher and higher. Having mindfulness continuous on the object, the practice will improve faster and faster. The Venerable Sariputta mentioned the Kaniga Samadhi, momentary concentration, as Kanika Jete Gagata, one pointedness of mind that lasts a moment. So the momentary concentration lasts a moment, keeping the mind collected, unified on the object. And it is defined as Kana Mata Titi meaning the khanika samadhi, momentary concentration, lasts a moment. When the object arises, one notes the object with aim and effort. Mindfulness is sustained on the object. The mind falls calm and collected on the object, and it lasts only one or two seconds. So whenever the new object arises, one has to note so that mindfulness will be sustained and the mind falls calm and collected on the object moment by moment. One moment of Kanika Samadhi is not strong, but when Kanika Samadhi is continuous, one after another moment by moment the continuity makes the Kaniga Samadhi stronger and stronger, more and more energized. So be he Abidoviya citta Nichalan thapeti. Kaniga Samadhi momentary concentration can keep the mind calm, collected on the object just as apana samadhi attainment samadhi can. So just as the attainment samadhi can keep the mind calm collected on the object in the same way Kanika samadhi momentary concentration can keep the mind calm collected on the object. So it means that Kanika samadhi can equally keep the mind calm, collected, unified on the object as Appana Samadhi can. When it is said also Kanika Samadhi, it means that not only Appana Samadhi can keep the mind calm and collected, but also Kanika Samadhi can keep the mind calm, collected on the object. So the question is, when the Kanika Samadhi can keep the mind calm, collected on the object? So the answer is, When one is not overwhelmed by the Nivrana hindrances, Not being overwhelmed by Nivrana hindrances, the Kanika Samadhi, can keep the mind calm, collected on the object in the same way as Appana Samadhi can. Patipakha are the hindrances that hinders the wholesomeness from arising, such as sensual desire, wanting to see good things, wanting to hear good sounds, restlessness, laziness, doubt. These are nirvana hindrances. So if these hindrances are overwhelming, then the mind is not kept calm and collected on the object. Only when the mind is free from these hindrances, the kanika samadhi can keep the mind calm and collected on the object. And the word bhavata-mano means the kanika samadhi should be continuous just like a stream of current. The objects are arising one after another, and kanika samadhi should also arise one after another just like a stream of current. The preceding samadhi and the succeeding samadhi are continuous without any breaks in between. So during the practice yogis should be mindful all the time continuously apart from sleeping hours. From the time they get up yogis should be mindful continuously without any breaks in between whatever posture they are in, bending, stretching, uh, turning, eating, drinking, rising, falling, sitting, moving, rising, falling, sitting, touching. In every posture, yogi should be mindful, continuous. If there is lack of mindfulness, then one is also losing samadhi concentration. So if the yogi is practicing in an easygoing manner, without making effort in the practice, without respect in the practice. One month, two months may pass by without progress in the practice. If the Kanika Samadhi momentary concentration is not strengthened, one will not be developing knowledge. The Kanika Samadhi momentary concentration should be Eka kare na, meaning the objects are arising, they are various objects, but kanika samadhi, momentary concentration, should fall on the object, come and collect it in the same manner. The object may vary, but kanika samadhi should be concentrated on the same manner, on these various objects. And aramane, nirandara, meaning there should be no gaps between the kanika samadhi. They should be continuous. When new object arises, yogi should note it right away so that there will be kanika samadhi, momentary concentration. And this momentary concentration should be continuous without any gaps in between. When the Kaniga Samadhi are continuous without any gaps in between, the Nivrana hindrances will be removed and Kaniga Samadhi can keep the mind calm, collected, unified on the object in the same way as Appana Samadhi can. And yogis should not be practicing in an easy-going manner. They should not be practicing haphazardly, but they should assert effort in the practice, noting every arising object so that they will be developing Kanika Samadhi moment by moment. But if they are not taking... if they are not uh, practicing continuously, if there are gaps in between, then they will not be making progress. It will be the same, uh, even the time passes by, but the yogis will be the same, not making any progress. Nahi kanika samadhi vina vipasana sambhavati Meaning, the... Vipassana, knowledge, will never arise without Kanika samadhi. Some of the yogis, they are thinking, imagining. Some of them think that it is knowledge to be thinking. So they fail to note the presently arising object. If they are thinking, why is it, how is it? Thinking is a big disturbance in the practice. And if there are gaps in between the notings, vipassana knowledge will not arise. They may be spending a lot of time without making progress. And Sarah G gives an example. If a patient does not take the prescribed medicine as prescribed by the physician, then the patient becomes Quranic. The illness becomes Quranic. So in the same way, if the yogis are not practicing diligently according to the guidance given, they will also become chronic yogis. And they may be practicing here, practicing there, but without practicing diligently according to the guidance given, they will also become chronic yogi. So Saraji said, in order not to become chronic yogi, Saraji encourages the yogis to practice accurately, precisely according to the guidance and instruction. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.